This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Stress shows up in a lot of ways. Teeth grinding, digestive issues, lack of sleep, and more. Sound familiar? Visit betterhelp.com super and find ways to lower your stress. Hey, brother. Okay, you guys, I have just wrapped another pass through the show of Loki, and I think I have stumbled on something big. It's an idea that I feel like helps explain a lot of the things that ultimately went unexplained inside of the show. For example, we were never really given a great example as to why Sylvie was taken from her timeline in the first place. What was her Nexus event? She is literally just sitting there, minding her own business, playing with a boat. Nothing at all like our Loki, who is the product of the Avengers, literally creating a branched timeline and then escaping from it. Even that is kind of suspicious. Like, Loki points out the fact that the Avengers created a new branch. You see, I only came into possession of the Tesseract because they traveled through time. What they did was supposed to happen. You escaping was not. Creating a bunch of other branches is supposed to happen, and yet a little girl playing with a boat. Ho <laughs> ho I don't think so. But even beyond that, if what the Avengers did was supposed to happen, then doesn't it also stand to reason that Loki escaping from that situation was also supposed to happen? Moving on from that though, how about just the void in general? What's the deal with the fact that its primary occupants are Lokis? We see a ton of characters get pruned throughout the series, and yet the only characters who are able to actually live in the void all Lokis. And on that note, what is up with the TVA and the Lokis in the first place? Why are they so obsessed with them? And who could be more obsessed with Lokis than fanboy himself number one? Mobius. Okay, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. How and why has he become such an authority on the topic? How does Mobius just like get Loki? And I am here to tell you that I think all of these questions can be answered with one simple explanation. Mobius is a Loki variant. Guys, before we dive on into today's video, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Bespoke Post. Guys, it is June and officially time to level up your summer adventures with some fantastic new gear from Bespoke Post. They have a great selection of seasonal boxes of awesome for any time of the year, and they even work with small businesses to bring you really cool products. One of the things that has definitely caught my eye at the moment is this little fishing pole in their real box. It is small, lightweight. You can simply throw it in your bag and spend your afternoon catching your dinner. Or if staying in is more your thing, you can also check out their last call box, which has everything you need to basically become a master mixologist at home. I have been a huge fan of Bespoke Post for a very long time, long before they were even sponsoring the channel, and it is just a really cool subscription box. The variety of items that they have in their different collections make it a great gift for just about anybody because you can cover such a wide array of interests. Not to mention Father's Day is just right around the corner. Each box is valued at seven. $70, but you get it for just a fraction of that. It is free to sign up and you can skip or cancel at any time. And you can also get 20% off your first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and use promo code super at checkout. Again, that's boxofawesome.com, promo code super for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com, promo code super, link in the description down below. Okay guys, I have to tell you that from the start, I was a little bit skeptical about Owen Wilson being inside of the MCU, but Mobius has absolutely become one of my all-time favorite characters. And as such, I have started paying a lot of attention to him in particular. First, let's just try and map everything out because let's face it, Loki was 
kind of complicated. In Endgame, the Avengers travel back in time to Avengers in New York when Loki was attacking, the Tesseract is knocked free and Loki is able to escape. Where in classic Loki fashion, he then tries to lay claim to Mongolia, where he explains to his new dominion that he is burdened with glorious purpose. Glorious indeed, but more on that in a second. Loki then shifts his way through the TVA where he is standing before the honorable Judge Renslayer for his crimes against the sacred timeline. The court finds you guilty and I sentence you to be reset. Fortunately-ish for Loki, Mobius enters the sea where he flirts with Renslayer. I feel like I'm always looking up to you. I like it, it's appropriate. Mobius then is able to take Loki under his wing where the two of them have probably the most incredible banter in the entire MCU. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. Of course you know he's smart. You're also a Loki, Mobius. The terrible irony of all this though is the fact that I am pretty sure Mobius has no idea. And yet for this entire conversation and also the rest of the show, he just continuously acts like one. And then it happens again and again and again. And we never see it. It's the greatest illusion of them all. Because we meet tons of Lokis throughout the series and many of whom do in fact look like Tom Hiddleston, but also many of whom don't. And yet, even without that charming evil smile, you know what, let's talk about the smile even for a second. Loki and his smiles. It has actually become like kind of his signature gesture, but it's also this exact gesture that confirms the fact that when Loki is meeting Sylvie for the first time, undercover that she is in fact another Loki. Sylvie is under disguise here, but they mirror each other perfectly. Now, that being said, take a look at the interaction between Loki and Mobius meeting for the first time. And who are you? Tiny detail, but it's there. Anyway though, moving on to other trademark Lokiisms. They do all tend to otherwise share similar characteristics. For example, many of them are wearing some version of green and also sporting some version of horns. Even if in some cases they're made out of handlebars or are literally in fact an alligator. And again, as I said before, they are all absolutely obsessed with their own glorious purpose. Glorious purpose! Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. But don't be fooled here. I feel like they're doing all of this to lull you into the idea that you'd be able to spot any Loki variant when they appeared. And because you meet Mobius before you've even learned what a variant is, and because he shares no physical similarities with any of the rest of them, he's definitely not on your radar. But he should be because he too values his own glorious purpose. Listen. The chaos I emerged into gave me all this, my own glorious purpose. Now you may want to interpret this scene as if he's just simply mocking Loki because Loki keeps talking about his own glorious purpose. But up until this moment, Loki has never actually said those words in front of Mobius. Not to mention, I also just feel like he's speaking candidly in this situation, but that might just be me. The other thing is, is that we mentioned that they obviously don't look anything alike. And while that is true, it's also kind of not true as well. Everyone in the TVA is either wearing like full battle black combat wear or else a myriad of shades of brown. I think that this actually kind of hides what is otherwise 
very obvious, which is the fact that Mobius and Loki are dressed the exact same way. White shirt, thin brown tie. I wouldn't die on the hill that this is a huge clue, but it is true and not to worry, we have way more evidence. So let's back up again and go back to Mobius showing Loki around the TVA for the first time. He takes him on a trip down what would have been memory lane. Loki gets to see visions of himself and his own personal fate at the literal hands of Thanos. This is definitely a reality check for Loki, who otherwise thought he was destined to, of course, glorious purpose. This leaves him kind of lost and willing to just help Mobius out with whatever he originally needed him for. A role that possibly only he can fill because... The variant we're hunting is... You. Whoa! But like, it makes sense, right? Like, it takes a Loki to track a Loki. This might even explain why Renslayer was even willing to let Mobius do this plan in the first place, because she's literally implementing the same plan with Mobius as we speak. You're gonna take my job if I'm not careful. I'm not gonna lie to you, Mobius. He literally might. Interestingly, though, it seems like this is the first time that Mobius has ever actually needed help because he has a pretty good track record of hunting down Lokis, including what has got to be my favorite, Tour de France Loki. Why not? But if you need a Loki to track Lokis and Mobius has already done that, doesn't that mean? Of course it does. It's time to go to the Renaissance Fair where our Loki immediately tries to put to use his unique ability of manipulation. I'm gonna need to speak to the timekeepers at once. They're in graver danger than we realized. Unfortunately for him, Mobius has a unique ability of his own. He's lying. Boom, in your face, Loki. Takes a Loki to track a Loki, more like takes a Loki to know a Loki. I feel like I'm saying Loki a lot. Loki, 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 and Lokis. All Lokis. Lokis, Loki, 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 Lokis, Loki, 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 Lokiisms. Any Loki, Loki, Loki is Loki, showing Loki, 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 who takes a Loki to track Loki. Lokis. Tour de France Loki. You need a Loki to track Lokis. Our Loki. I feel like I'm saying Loki a lot. But seriously, Mobius is constantly doing this. He is always one step ahead of Loki and he can always tell when Loki is lying, an ability that Loki himself implements later when he's talking to he who remains. You're lying. And he is constantly using all of Loki's moves. Take for example, this example used by Mobius. Well, let's start with a little cooperation. Not my forte. Really? Even when you're wooing someone powerful you intend to betray? This reads as if Mobius is just kind of showcasing how much experience he has watching the Loki tape, so to speak. But also, you mean like the exact way that you were literally just wooing Renslayer like one scene ago? I feel like I'm always looking up to you. I like it. It's appropriate. And guess what? He does betray her. Not very successfully, but when it comes to betrayal, it really is the thought that counts. Put that on a bumper sticker. I like it. Slap it on a t-shirt. Then inside of that same conversation, he asks Loki what he wants. Then maybe I can give you something you want. And you want to get out of here, right? Yeah, so we'll start there. Only for our Loki to turn around just a few minutes later and ask him, the exact same question. What exactly is it that you want? Even his use of the word cage right here. Back in your cage. Always felt off to me or reminiscent of something. And if you felt the same way, let me scratch that itch for you. 
It's an impressive cage. Speaking of cages though, let's talk about another impressive one that we see inside of the show, the void. This is the place where people haven't quite died yet, but most ultimately do in fact die. That said though, Lokis in particular seem very capable of surviving here. Well, that is Lokis and of course, Mobius. Like seriously, not one other living being, not even Thanos was able to make it in this wasteland. We know Thanos was there because we can see his helicopter. He had a helicopter. But Mobius can survive in a pizza car. He doesn't even have powers. Or, well, actually, I would argue that he does, in fact, have powers. <laughs> He's trying to use his powers, ma'am. He just doesn't actually know that yet. But the real reason he is able to survive actually is told to us by the conversation between Loki and Sylvie right here. We're destined to lose. We may lose. We survive. If the void is any indication at all, this is extremely true. Also, even just within our MCU, Loki keeps coming back. I can't believe you're alive. Me neither, but it's kind of his thing now, you know what I mean? Actually, if you guys even remember back when they just announced the show of Loki, the big speculation was like, how are they gonna do that? How will it work? Loki's dead. Either way though, I do hear you. If Mobius is in fact a Loki, how could he possibly not know? Well, that is Loki's weakness, isn't it? Mobius even plays this scene to him. Always so perceptive about everyone but yourself. Ah, if only he could apply that sentiment to himself, but he can't because he's a Loki. Okay, but then there's the big why of it all. Why would we have a Loki working at the TVA in the first place? Well, as we said, it's to hunt other Lokis. And in fact, it's this information that helps us explain another mystery from the show. Why did the TVA come to abduct Sylvie in the first place? All of the other Lokis know exactly what their Nexus event was. I killed Thor. But she doesn't. She was just playing with a boat. It feels completely pointless that they would take her from this particular situation. I just can't believe it was actually a Nexus event. So what I think they were looking for was an undeveloped Loki that they would be able to mold into the perfect TVA agent. Like maybe they thought that taking Sylvie as such a small girl would make her more pliable or even just less of a threat in the first place. But they were insanely wrong. She escapes and thus, they had to find another Loki variant, enter Mobius, whose primary job now is to track down Sylvie. The thing is though, we can understand why they want to hunt down Sylvie in particular. She's seen too much and she's just causing pure chaos on the timeline. But if they were recruiting or abducting a Loki in the first place, then it means they needed a Loki in the first place. Why are Lokis so important to the whole scheme? Well, I think that comes down to he who remains. He has seen all of time up until the threshold. He knows that Loki and Sylvie are always the one who find him at the Citadel. According to him, they were on this path always and always from the beginning. So in part, the answer might just literally be the case that Lokis are important because they are. They did have and always will be the ones who make it to the Citadel at the end of time. And it can't and won't be anyone else because time is written. This idea is then further proven on Lamentis where Loki and Sylvie find themselves in an absolutely dire situation. And despite having themselves a jolly good adventure and having plenty of bonding time together, they ultimately find themselves without a paddle. The only exit from the planet 
is destroyed, they have no way to escape. This means they are literally doomed. And this is one of the moments in the show where I feel like they are really trying to play a trick on you, which is very fitting in a show that's entirely about tricksters. Loki and Sylvie are having this great and romantic moment as they sit on a rock and await certain peril. When Sylvie reaches out to touch Loki, we jump back to the TVA where we can see the biggest branch anybody has ever seen. You ever seen a branch like that? It could feel like them falling in love with each other or themselves is what's causing this. But what's really doing it is their pending imminent death. Because again, Loki's are not supposed to die, especially these two. And so in true Loki fashion, they do survive. The TVA is trying to find them wherever they are on the timeline and can't do it. But the fact that they are absolutely about to die is such a red flag that it immediately signals their exact location and allows the TVA to offer them an exit. Again, whether it's their own wit, mischief, or just simply dumb luck, they survive. Just because their love isn't what caused the Nexus event though, doesn't mean that it didn't happen. And Mobius is quick to figure this out. What a incredible seismic narcissist. You fell for yourself. In true Mobius fashion though, He's exactly right, and yet also unable to realize the same things about himself. Yes, Loki and Sylvie fell in love with each other. How narcissistic. Or sweet when you consider the importance of loving yourself, you know? But are you, Mobius, not also obsessed with Lokis? I'm actually a fan. Of course you are, because you are one. You are so smart and so dumb. Actually though, even on that note, I do think that Mobius is smart enough to have been able to figure this out on more than one occasion. That is to say, I think he has figured out he is Loki on more than one occasion. The TVA just has a very clever way of resetting his memory. We hear them threaten to do this to people all the time, which is kind of an interesting word choice because what you might think they mean when they say that they're going to reset somebody. He should I be take reset. The you think everyone should be reset. You might think what they mean is pruning, but they have a word for that, pruning. Besides that, they obviously have the technology to reset memories because quite literally every member of the TVA is a variant and they don't remember their past lives. And this would explain why Mobius doesn't remember the other rings that he is leaving on Renslayer's table. She keeps alluding to her other favorite agent who we never meet. I think what she really means is just him from other times before he was reset. It's almost as if he's been sentenced to a life of the same pattern over and over and over again. It's kind of like, uh, what's that shape called? A Mobius strip. Mobius is witty, sharp, mischievous, shifty, charming. He will lie, cheat, and steal his way out of anything. And as ever, he survives. Guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you would like to learn more about the true eye of Agamotto from the recent Doctor Strange movie, you can check out this video right over here. But otherwise, until next time, bye.